What up, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Other Box Brothers podcast. I'm Frody, one half of the Other Box Brothers. My co-host Travis is taking some time to work on some big personal projects he's got going on. So in the meantime, I'm going to be holding it down until he gets back. Joining me for this episode is Vladimir Tranquil. Vladimir and I go way back, like Mitchell and Ness throwbacks, man. We've known each other as long as LeBron has been bumming. I'm sorry, as long as LeBron has been losing for ah, shit. As long as LeBron has been in, in the NBA. <laughs> no shade, no shade, no shade. Vladimir has a remarkable story. He is a brother who left New York 16 years ago, went to Miami, and never came back. <laughs> nah, man, nah. He left New York, went to school, and essentially made something of himself. Started out as a concierge, worked his way, paid his dues, put himself through school, and today he's into wealth management, managing wealth. <laughs> But today he joins me to talk about his journey, sure, but more importantly talk about his new venture, which is Ultralight Systems. Tune in to find out why you need to know about that. Remember the name. Remember the name. Vlad, welcome to the Out of Box Brothers podcast, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Appreciate it. Of course, of course, man. Normally speaking, um, you know, you're a fan of the pods. You, you know that I like to ask, you know, the, whatever guest comes on, one question, you know, a couple of questions, but... For you, you know what I'm saying, I would like to know, man, you know, um, how do you celebrate yourself? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't, I don't, to be blunt, I don't celebrate myself because I think that it's a constant, it's a constant um, journey and progression, mm -hmm. honestly. So I, I haven't really taken any time to celebrate because I think life is about the journey, not so much the destination. So I never really take too much time. Um, if, if I had to, not to be corny, but if, if I had to say celebrate is when I'm around family and friends and I can sit back and kind of when they're start reflecting, hey, remember this and this, and then I see the progression, maybe that's the celebratory aspect of it, but I don't really sit back to celebrate. Maybe I should, but yeah, <laughs> Yeah, Yo, it's, it's interesting because you know, normally speaking, you know, whenever I have like, you know, um, other men on the pod, funny thing about it, man, like there's a run reoccurring theme. Like, it seems like brothers don't celebrate ourselves at all. <laughs> you right. You know, I think that's true because <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah, yeah we, we, we definitely should. But that's not even something until you brought it up. Is that, That's a good question because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's 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 really interesting. Like outside of birthdays or something like that, you know, this isn't something that we we typically practice. Or if we do, because you know, oftentimes what I hear is that because it's not grand scheme, grand like it's not a big thing. People don't consider it like celebrating themselves. You know what I'm saying? But that could be whatever it is, man. It could just simply mean like, yo, you know, you celebrate yourself. You go get your nice, you know, you grab your nice cold beer. You know what I'm saying? Get some yeah. you know, um, self-care, get you a nice, go to the, get you a haircut and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it, it is, it is what it is. But I, I just, I just find it very interesting that a lot of dudes just don't really, I remember somebody said, I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's their vision of what celebrating themselves are, exactly. whatever that idea that they have, they think is supposed to be right. grand when it's not really supposed to be. Right. It could be the small things. Like you yeah. said, you could treat yourself to a nice, uh, you know, bottle of scotch, beer, a, a haircut. You get yourself some new shoes. So, Word. yeah. Word. And also, too, man, you live, you live in Miami, so I guess that's a celebration in itself. <laughs> Every day is a celebration. The saying in Miami is, you visit, we live it. <laughs> Yo, that's funny, man. That's funny. Yo, let's, let's start there, though, man, because ultimately, you know, you and I, we know each other. We go way back, like 2004, 2005. You know what I'm saying? Went to high school together. Yeah. Go way back. We go back like members only jackets, man. Word. <laughs> word, word. Like we go way back, man. It's interesting because um, you know, it, it's very interesting because like you and I like we're really so close friends, but like pretty much family at this point, really. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think that um, you know, it's important. Let's go back to the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Because it's interesting. Because you, you know. You, you left New York, you went to school, and, and you were like, I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, I was hell bent on that. I didn't want to come back. Um, 
Yeah, it, so for me, because I lived in Florida briefly in high school, I moved a lot. You know that. You know, I went through, uh, was it, four different high schools. <laughs> um, not by choice, but it is what it is. Word. And I always had this infatuation that I wanted to live in Florida, mainly South Florida, Miami specifically. So way before I knew anything about manifesting and, you know, (laughs) anything, I just knew, look, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to Miami. Mm -hmm. And when it was time to start searching for colleges and um, Miami just became a a choice in in terms of, okay, what schools am I going to look at here that I'm going to be able to stay focused, but at the same time, enjoy the South Florida weather and the lifestyle. (laughs) So I was looking into University of Miami and they were extremely expensive. It's, um, it's, it's just a different level over there. And then I was looking into Johnson and Wells University, which is mainly out of um, Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. Um, But they had a campus here. So I decided to come down here and there was other schools I got accepted to between um, New Jersey and um, New York. But I, again, that focused on getting down to South Florida Mm -hmm. and I was able to make that happen. But that was just it to me. Other people knew or they didn't know. They didn't know. I just knew that I had to be down here and I did what I had to do to make sure. And I'm still, still here after all these years. Word. It's been what, uh, from 05 to 2028. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. So we're we're approaching, what is that, 16 years yeah, in, in August. Wow. Wow. 16 Time years. flies. Yeah. <laughs> man, I don't blame you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Every time I come down there, I see why. I'm like, hey, I get it, fam. I get it. New York is cool and everything, but. <laughs> yeah, it's it's different here, but it's it's a good difference. It's a good different, you know, it's people here a little bit more mellow, um, depending on the thing is, it's hard to find someone that was born and raised here (laughs) because everybody usually moves um, here. But the vibe is 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 just different, man. You know, every you could be on the water almost, uh, you know, almost 300 days out of the year. Almost, you know, the weather's nice, Um, although if people that live down here all this time, we get kind of cranky because it gets muggy it gets mm-hmm. super hot it affects your mood wow. um but it is a great place to to live man you know that miami he was different bro like and that's one thing with new york like the high would be 97 but the low would be 76 and my <laughs> only fam the high is 87 89 the low is 88 <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you look at the humidity, the humidity. You just, man yeah. and you you start sweating on the inside Yo, fam, like in New York, you know, a little heat, you know, in the morning, at least there's a slight breeze. You know what I'm saying? Miami, dog, that joint is just on you. Like, yeah. depressive almost. <laughs> it doesn't go away. <laughs> it, does <not> go away. <laughs> it does not go away, man. Yo, you, you mentioned that you were very focused on moving to Miami at very early on. I want you to talk about that focus because, you know, obviously I know you, but you know, you, you went to Johnson and, Johnson, Johnson and Wells, right? And you know what I'm saying? You come out, what would you, what, what did you major in? I majored in um, business. Gotcha. Um, going in there undergrad. I majored in business and um, they have a really good, a great business program. Obviously, of course, every person that goes to their school, they're going to talk about their alma mater being, having a great program. But I really felt that they did because a lot of the professors there had firsthand experience in, you know, uh, corporate America, right. and some ran their own businesses. So it was, it was, um, it was real life experiences, right. not just theory and textbook that mm-hmm. they were doing. So some great professors there. So um, majored in business, but I was working in hospitality. Right. Um, so I worked at the Fountain Blue for um, a number of years, man. And you know this. Yeah. A uh, number of years while I was. Uh, in undergrad, I actually started working there towards um, my senior year. Mm-hmm. And I remember having my internship and having to leave my internship and go to work every day. So um, with the thing is, what was challenging for me was 
that around the time I was graduating, it was the latter stages of the end of the financial crisis. Mm-hmm. So I had I struggled um, because if you don't go to some of the top 25 business schools, mm-hmm. um, the cachet names, you know mm-hmm. them, um, it's hard for you to, to get something right away. So I struggled with that. But again, I was headstrong and I knew at some point in time, at some point in time, to, to be able to, to work in, in finance. Cause that's where I really wanted to be. Ah, got you. Um, but that was kind of, um, if you can say a lesson, because you're, you're, you're hearing some of these people, they graduate and they're going to this firm, that firm. And mm-hmm. you're, you know, I was still, everything was fine at the Found Blue. It actually was fun. Yeah. It was fun working there. <laughs> I made a lot of contacts and connections. Right, and, you right. know, when you visited, you saw some yeah. of the, some yeah. of the perks. So, yeah, but it's just having having a goal, mm-hmm. having an objective and, and knowing exactly, hey, what do you want to do? You know, I may not know exactly all the steps, but as long as I, I know what I want, I jot it down, I get to see it every day and I could call my BS on it when I'm not focused. Right. right. And that was the beginning of, you know, where the wheels were, were, were moving mm-hmm. into what do I need to do? to take the next step because hospitality is fine, but that's not my manifest destiny. Right. Yo, that's, um, there's a couple of things that you mentioned, right? Um, one is I love the idea that, you know, you wrote things down and essentially as a way to hold yourself accountable to it. But I love the fact that you, you, you highlighted that, yo, you had this goal, even though you didn't know the, the necessary steps, but you always, you know what I'm saying? Focus on the goal itself, which is very important because you know, as you could attest to this, oftentimes, man, we don't even know how to begin. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it's so, hard. Word, but it's just like the key is to, you know, have the vision and then figure out what to do after that. You know what I'm saying? So you have to have the vision first. Now, you mentioned that even though you went to school for business, finance was always your, your final debt, well, your next, your main destination. What about finance was appealing to you? It's it's understanding money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, understanding money, understanding debt. Mm-hmm. Um, because as time went on, I realized that, hey, why the hell didn't we know about this? Some of the most basic things in high school. And, you know, why am I finding about this now? You know, I still remember what blew my mind was, it was freshman year. It was my first economics uh, uh, course in my freshman year. And the professor said, hey, um, money means nothing. Cash is nothing. Mm-hmm. And of course, more than half the class, was, what? What are, you, what are you talking about? You crazy. Oh, she wilding. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> when she explained it, she said, it's a, it's a, it's a medium of exchange. It doesn't have any value. What you purchase with the money, it, it sends is the value of, you know, that has value either goes up or it goes down. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was, I wanted to get the finance. I wanted, you know, ultimately be there because I wanted a relationship with money. I need to understand how money works. So it can't just be the people that grew up, um, people that are less not melanated like you and I, and it, it, but, you know, I, I, more power to them. (laughs) They, they, they do well and they pass it down to their kids. And then we, unfortunately, you and you could attest to this because, you know, you and I come from, our families come from Haiti and they work extremely hard, but our folks do not understand economics. They don't understand money. It's work hard. That's it. So for me, I just, I knew, again, I didn't know the steps, but I knew, hey, there has to be a better way for life than just working two jobs or um, you want to work smarter. And I'm not a lazy person. I just knew that, hey, I want to understand the concept of economics and money. So that was the, and then the one thing too, is that there was something that happened with my mom. She lost a considerable amount of money considering what she was earning at the time. So I was old enough to understand because I I was 15. Mm -hmm. Um, So I knew that, okay, you know, she didn't know, she just heard word of mouth and this, and you do that. So those are pretty much the ingredients as to why I always wanted to be in business and and, in finance and understanding economics. That was the main reason why I knew I was, okay, I'm in hospitality. It's fun now, Mm -hmm. but 
I know ultimately I want to work in finance, specifically um, wealth management. Yeah, yeah. But at, at one point in time, I did think I was going to be um, a rainmaker and work in hedge funds. But, you know, <laughs> things change. <laughs> you trying to get your Bobby Axel Rothoff, man? <laughs> yeah, I, I was. <laughs> but it's just having that that vision and having a goal and and I never deterred from it, man. And, you know, people, they would say, oh, yeah, you know, you're still here. And people have a tendency if they always put you in a box mm. because they can't see your growth, right? Mm. They can't see your evolution. So they yeah. think that you're going to be the same person from 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I never let that bother me because I have my goals. It was just that tunnel vision. Okay, mm. whatever. And you know that sometimes I, I go missing because I'm, I'm just focused on what it is and that's what got me to just take just steps in the right direction and you know not rushing i don't want to you know our our uh generation at once that microwave success yeah 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 but, and i want you to stay right there too bro because it's important to stress that though because like you said the idea that not wanting to rush i mean you know for how long how long did you work at the blow I worked there. I worked there eight years. Mm. Yeah, I worked there eight years. So, um, real quick on that. So I was a concierge. Mm -hmm. So for people that know, it's the the the, the essence of be, um have being a concierge is is having connections. Mm -hmm. So it it came from Europe and you know the French and the word is French. Yeah. So you were the person that had all the connections. Some of the hardest. Yeah. Yeah, you the plug, basically. So I was a concierge. So you build in relationships there. And I was able to get some some really even till this day, there's some people that I still talk to and help me out. So I was a concierge there for um, um I'm bad with time, but it was it was I want to say close to six years, maybe. Mm. Right. Um, Close to six years or six years, whatever the amount of time was. And I ultimately I went back to school while I was still there. Mm -hmm. and I got my ma master's in finance mm -hmm. and then I went to work for the finance department within the at the same hotel at the Fountain yeah. Blue right. so I did a mul you know multitude of things there I was in payroll I was an income auditor and mm -hmm. ultimately ended up leaving for more of a financial um, position mm -hmm. yeah yeah and, and and that is so dope too man because ultimately um can you talk about the fact that many people that, that are concierge, they, they don't really like elevate much. It, would you say that that's the case? I feel like there's not a lot of, is there a lot of progression from concierge to other, uh, you know, uh, well, positions? Th yeah. Things change. Um, you know, things are changing now because okay. people, um, mostly millennials, they try to do stuff themselves. Okay. So, but let's say when I was working there, when I was a concierge, um, it's things where I would say still on an up and up, but um, just to be transparent, so you can make a really good living right. as a concierge, right? So some, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but some, uh, they just think that I don't want to deal with being management or you, whatever is that person's dream or goal, whatever they want to accomplish. Yeah. Some people feel that, okay, I don't want to have to start all over because you, you can't go from being a concierge to director or front office. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to start somewhere. And people that are concierge, usually they're mature. They're not coming out of college. So imagine a 30 year old. So I don't want to start at a front desk, not to diminish that position, but they don't want to start off as an agent right. and they're going to probably take 30 to 40% pay cut. Mm -hmm. So to answer it, yes, there, you know, in a lot of ways, there's not that much growth as a concierge. Um, if the person is determined Yes, they'll be able to figure out a way they'll swallow whatever pride that it is, and they can see themselves in this position, whether if it's GM or director of, you know, hotel manager, whatever it is, the highest position, they're determined they will do it, but it's not an easy transition. Once you're as a concierge, you're, you, you're either there or you got to figure something else out. Right, right, right. Got you, got you, got you. Oh, man, that's... <laughs> yeah man it's it's it, look it, it it is what it is right and then if you you probably see up there in new york um if you go to some of the premier hotels take a glance at the concierge mm -hmm. to see they're not 21 
yeah, not 22, not you're not 25. Yeah. So you can make, again, you can make a good career out of it. Right. But if the person always envisioned themselves as a general manager of that hotel, or they want to ultimately be corporate, um, because if it's a big brand, so they have locations all over the United States or even the world, even then, right. you know, the person has to make a decision, hey, I'm willing to start over. Um, but I have the bigger picture in mind, but there's no, you know, concierge to concierge, you know, level three or four or five. It's you're that, you know, you may become a supervisor or concierge manager, but that's it. That's in that field. That's it. But the goal is to, you know, be more involved in the community. They have different organizations. I remember here, I was part of the South Florida Concierge Association. Mm -hmm. There are people that want to do dual roles. They become a treasurer or ambassador, and then they still work at that hotel as a concierge. So that's what you can do with that. And again, people that are concierge, they really have to enjoy it because you're literally dealing with people all the time yeah. and you're busy and you have to, you have to have, you got to plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta have the juice. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta be really good, like you know, interpersonal skills, you know what I'm saying, emotional intelligence, social yes. awareness, you know, yep. communication. Um it, skills gotta be A1. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. You can't be an introvert, man. Yeah. yeah, would you say that some of this some of the stuff that essentially you know working as concierge has has that um helped you at all? It did. Um, you know, move transition into wealth management because I, I reckon, you know, you are communicating with people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, it did, it did, and um, in different facets because, um, as a concierge, it gave me thick skin. Mm. If you work in hospitality, you have to have thick skin, anyways, man. You know, <laughs> I literally think there's people that wake up and say, you know what. I'm going to piss some people off today. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I never used to understand it because I used to sit there and just, it's a beautiful day. Look at the beach. The sun is hitting the water. It's glistening. Why are you in a bad mood? Right, right. Um, but you, you, you tend to kind of just separate the look. Not everybody is going to, you know, be happy all the time. Right, right. So it gave me thick skin for sure. Mm -hmm. It allowed me to be patient. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, it allowed, it showed me how to network really, mm -hmm. because people don't put that much importance in networking, at least in my opinion, the people that I, I'm around um, prior to being in wealth management. But um, you, you got to understand, um, someone told me it was at the, another investment firm I was at, he was one of the, the top dogs there. He says, when you're approaching someone, no matter what it is, you always got to remember they have their favorite radio station is W-I-I-F-M. What's in it for me? And I was like, what? Eh, whatever. It's kind of clever. It's corny. Right. But and I realized oh, he was right. Yeah. And, you know, when you're a concierge, you're you're approaching this club or whatever it is. And then you want to, hey, man, I'm going to have some important people coming in. Can you just bypass me? I'm not trying to spend X amount of money at the, you know, on bottle service. They're going to look at, OK, what's in it for me? You know how if they're not getting bottle service, I'm not getting a percentage of it. So you 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 find yourself having to network and having a finding a balance. OK, how can I take care of whatever the goal was and also take care of the other side, the other party? Mm -hmm. So where both of us, both sides can mutually benefit from whatever it is. So that it taught me that as well. Right. Um, and then just just making connections with people because you're, you know, at that hotel, man, it's a globe. I mean, when I not just saying it, it's, it's an iconic hotel. Yeah. I, I had people from all over the world, yeah. man, just coming in. I wanted to, I wanted to, when you mentioned earlier, I wanted you to like, at least for, for, for many people who, who probably don't know, but like, would you, in the context of, you know, South Beach is South Beach, you know, the context of like South Beach, you know, tell them how important, you know, the, the fountain blue is, you know what I'm saying? For people who may not know. No, the Fountain Blue is um, is a Miami Beach gem. Mm. It is. It is a Miami Beach gem because there's so many guys, so many iconic stories from from you know uh, the Frank Sinatra's, mm. um, the Rat Pack, uh, you know um, Muhammad Ali visiting. Um, you know, I could go on or Elvis Presley, you know, if I mentioned that. Mm -hmm. I mean, when, if you just look up, you just Google, you'll see 
um, some of these people, and then we're not even going to talk about the dignitaries that, you know, mm -hmm. that came, came through that, uh, hotel too. So at the time, and it's not the oldest because it actually came started in, um, they opened in 1954. Mm -hmm. It's not the oldest, but it's, you can arguably say it's the most iconic because of the iconic figures that performed there and that visited there. You want to talk about movies that were shot there, shows that were shot mm -hmm. there. It's uh, the list goes on and on. I lost track. And every now and then a guest will say, hey, you know, this movie was shot here in 62. I'm like, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but you take it all in stride. Oh, man, that's awesome. You know, why don't you, you know, write to us and then we'll let management know because they love stories like that. Right. So if, if, if there were to be a hospitality museum, then that would be the Fountain Blue is the best way I could describe it. Um, it's a huge property, sits on 22 acres. Um, yeah. And they've done a remarkable job in keeping keeping it relevant right. to today's interests and, and and experiences what people want to experience in terms of nightlife and restaurants and just basically the hospitality experience. So, well, so I think for anybody listening, I think one way they one reference they will be able to um, they can identify with is the fact that live. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's good and bad moments with that place, man. Everybody wanted to get into that place, and they just figured, figured they were entitled to get in for free because they stayed there. So <laughs> I was trying not to touch that, but yeah, it, it's it's now they think, oh, the found blue, so that's where live is. Um, if you're you know of a certain age, you say, oh yeah, didn't Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack and you know Bob Hope and all these guys used to perform here? Yes. Um, wait, you know, it wasn't Gloria Stefan's video, uh, was, yes, you know, there's, it's so many different, you know, yes, yes, this was shot here. Yes. They perform here. Yes. So, you know, it, it is for the newer age. I don't know what age specifically they'll hear live on Sunday, King of Diamonds Monday. <laughs> that's what they think about, but somebody that's probably closer to 50 or above 50, they start thinking about the other iconic figures right, before right. their time. Right, right, right. Man, man, let's talk about it, man. Cause I think um, you know, um what you're doing now is so is so like amazing, you know what I'm saying? Because ultimately it's falls right in line with, you know what I'm saying, pretty much your ethos in that you have a vision for yourself. And, you know, with that, you know what I'm saying, like you're willing to, you know what I'm saying, explore other avenues just to essentially get into reach your goal. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you do the wealth managing thing, but as always, you know, never rest on your laurels, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you recently, you know what I'm saying, got into a partnership, a very, and very um, uh, exciting partnership. Can you talk about that a little bit, man? Yeah. So, um, sorry, uh, I'm in wealth management, I'm in finance, um, and I have uh, a partner, a business partner, actually I met at the Fountain Blue. Of, uh, of all places yeah wow. at the found blue that, but yeah right <laughs> the universe has a funny way of uh yeah. putting people together yeah. um so i met at the found blue he has an engineering background you know i clearly have a um, economics and finance background mm -hmm. and um we both haven't been working there for um a few years mm -hmm. and during uh around the pandemic last year mm -hmm. He was uh, talking to me about, hey, man, do you know anything about UVC light? Mm. I said, um, vaguely. And, you know, I'm honest. I'm not going to sit around and act like I know things when I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay, what about it, bro? Mm -hmm. And he says, look, um, with everything going on right now, um, I can build these lamps and, you know, air filtration units and it's effective there's research behind the scientific research behind it. Um, if I'm able to make it work, would you want to work with me? Mm -hmm. And of course, we had our conversation about to what capacity, you know, um, what am I going to be doing, you know, to invest? So fast forward, we already agreed on that. And he says, look, you have, I, he says, I don't know how to work a spreadsheet. And it's funny because they just think, oh, finance guys, all they, their life is on spreadsheets. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, no, all of our lives is not on spreadsheets, but I, I got you. He says, look, the, the, the business sense and maybe the relationships that you have now and just overall helping us with 
corporate structure and mission mm-hmm. and vision, I need your help with that because albeit that I can do this, yeah. um, I understand the value that you have and would you want to partner up? So fast forward um, a couple of months after that, we decided to start this business. It's called Ultralight System. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we assemble and sell air filtration units and sanitation lamps using mm-hmm. UVC light technology. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And completely different from <laughs> finance. <laughs> well, I mean, well, it, it, well, technically, yes, but no, because ultimately, you, both of you are leveraging each other's expertise. You know what I'm saying? So, that's know, true. Shout true. out to him because ultimately, you know, it takes, you know, it takes a lot of, you know, um, you know, self awareness. You know, what I'm saying to realize I'm good at the engineering aspect of it. But I need somebody that is really good at the finance aspect of it so we can partner up. And, you know, the fact that he came to you is a testament. Um, it's a vote of confidence, you know what I'm saying, in what it is that you do, but also, too, in, like, you know, trustworthiness as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's a perfect partner- partnership if you ask me. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. You know, that's something I didn't realize until after the fact. And you, we had a conversation yeah. about that. You pointed it out. I said, well, you know, you have a point yeah. because I was just looking at it as, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> you know, it's an investment. I, I see. I like to think things five, 10 years down the line. Right. And it is a good marriage, a partnership when it comes to that. That is true. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that, though, man. For somebody who's sitting there listening, you talk about ultra, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) Okay, so what is, how is that, how is that beneficial to me, the average Joe? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, help, you know, help us out, um, understand the importance, you know what I'm saying, of, you know, the, the, um, the machines that guys are offering, you know? Sure. So there's, uh, different kinds of benefits to UVC light. So just in, um, without getting too scientific with it, because obviously, you know, he, he's talking about this. I had to learn a lot. Yeah. And I was like, look, bro, you got to speak to me in in layman's terms. Um, but UVC light, Mm -hmm. it's not new right? They've used it before mm-hmm. um, uh, for, uh, what is it? Um, what am I looking for? I'm drawing a blank, but um, they use it to air uh, filter water, waste management, um, mm-hmm. water filtration systems. Yeah. Um, they've used it in, um, in uh, laboratories before, mm-hmm. and it's not something brand new that we're bringing to the market. It just, it's being repurposed. Right. So, in a nutshell, and stay, stay with me, um, if you take a microbe, no matter what a bacteria mold, let's say COVID-19 mm-hmm. or SARS, yeah. the UVC light will penetrate that microbe and affect the DNA of mm-hmm. that microbe. As the exposure to the UVC light, the DNA has so much damage to it that it renders that DNA inactive. So effectively, it kills it. Right. So it it basically um, stops the possibility of that DNA replicating more cells. Mm. So therefore, it stops the spread of whatever that microbe was. Mm-hmm. So again, without getting too, too uh, super scientific, is that's basically in a nutshell why the benefit. And within five to ten minutes too, it's been proven. Oh. Wow. There's been scientific, there's papers um, actually shows that the exposure to UVC light, the DNA within that microbe, it gets so damaged that that DNA effectively dies. Yeah. So once that DNA dies, it can't reproduce, it can't replicate, so it can't spread. Mm-hmm. So it's 99.99% effective against viruses and bacteria and so forth. And then some people may think, okay, you know, why am I using this versus the sprays? Oh man, I get some Lysol, B. Like, yeah. <laughs> and some people say, man, what you talking about, bro? Yeah. Let's get this Lysol over here, get this bleach. Right. So one, um, there's, there's different layers, right? One is that with UVC, there's the, you can always look at it from the human component, right? Same way they look at doctors and there's different procedures that they want a machine to do it. There's the human error element of it. So a cleaning crew, uh, whomever it is might miss the spot. 
here and there. There's no missing that with an air unit that using UVC light or a sanitation lamp. It's yeah. not going to miss it. Um, two, there's no downtime. You know how you spray this, you wipe this it's down, and you have to yeah. leave it. Yeah, there's no downtime. Once it's done, that's it. You're ready to use the object. There's no your UVC light. It doesn't need to have um, you know contact with it, with right. the surface or the object. Right. So it's readily available. As soon as it's done performing the sanitation, um, the sanitizing service, that's it. It's ready to be used. And you know another thing, one big, I guess I don't want to say misconception. I guess. There's not that much research out there that prove that shows that it's not mainly the surface. People have this idea that it's the surface, mm. right? And 20%, it's about a little over 20% is surface. It's aerosol. It's in the air. So unless, you know, the person literally just, you know, sneezed on that surface right. and then you go touch it 10 seconds after, obviously, yeah, but it's the air. Right. So with what the uvc light was able to do as i mentioned is that when you're when you have it in an air unit mm -hmm. it could actually penetrate the dna whatever that microbe is but that's about 80 percent of what we need to worry about wow. is to purify the air right so and some people think well i have the air purifiers it's no it doesn't have it, it holds it there so if you go to change whatever it is on the air purifier uh, yeah, you're exposed to it yeah, I got one of those Dysons, B. I bought that shit last year doing the <laughs> <laughs> But that's, you're not the only one. So many people, they think, oh, yeah, but you're exposing yourself to it because ah. it, your purifier is not killing it. Yeah, the yeah, UVC yeah. light has been proven by scientific research that yeah. once the, the, the DNA of whatever that microbe is exposed to the UVC light, mm. it is done. Right. It's done. Yo. So that's the benefit. Yeah, versus yeah. using sprays and then another thing is too the last thing i'll say especially with yeah. the sprays yeah. the um the bacteria they you know after a certain amount of time if you have let's say this room here and you have the same amount of people walking in and out of our office they might have let's say they don't have the same microbes that they're putting out there and so forth the spray the bacteria becomes immune to it it be, then it becomes less effective right. so it might have been 99.99 percent effective today yeah. you know on in may and then by july it might be 90 percent, and so on it becomes less and less effective wow. there's no such thing with the uvc because it kills the dna in that microbe wow yo this is so powerful man this is so dope because ultimately um i shared this with you before but the idea that you know what i'm saying we got two you know what i'm saying brothers out here you know what i'm saying you know latino brother you know what i'm saying and <laughs> you know what i'm saying like coming together using, you know what I'm saying, the expertise to solve a major problem. This is a major problem that you guys are solving on the market. And funny thing about it, up here in New York, that's the technology they use to fucking clean out the subways. At night yeah. pandemic, UVC, that's what they were using. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no way you can't wipe down the whole fucking subway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible. So one of the ways they were able to treat the subway cars was using that technology. But, you know, ultimately they were using perhaps like a, you know, like a, a, a industrial, you know what I'm saying, size joint to clean the yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? So now the thing about that is, Vlad, so, you know, I want you to, who is this for? Is this for businesses or is this for, um, can this also be used for homes and personal use? Who is this, who is the, um, um, the, the, the customer, if you will? It's for everybody, honestly. Okay. Um, and not to be super broad, broad with it, but um, we have sanitation lamps that are close to what you would be, which you would consider, um, industrial size. Yes. So it has, um, it's much more powerful and mm -hmm. covers more range mm -hmm. quickly. Mm -hmm. And then we have our air units, which, um, has UVC light. Um, and it also has a HEPA filter as well. Gotcha. So the air unit can actually sit in an office and humans are able to be around and that's no oh. problem. You could put it in a home because, you know, UVC, you know, it's, it's, if it's not supposed to be exposed to the skin. Right. So, but we have air units that if you just want to put it on for an hour or two, you mm -hmm. could sit in a room. It has uh, no effect on, on oh. anybody within the room. Wow. So, but the sanitation lamps themselves, no, you need to leave it. 
but we have timers and it's able to cover ground and it has a timer on once it's done you can just again there's no downtime you're yeah. ready to go yeah so okay. the the family at home the dentist office the schools yes, um yes, subway every everywhere yes. and anyone yeah because i'm listening to this you know i'm an educator i work at schools and they talk about they're about to have us back in the building by like next year so come <laughs> <laughs> on i'm already thinking like yo this is definitely something i gotta run by you know i'm saying my principal you know what i'm saying like we definitely got to get a couple of those units because yeah, wiping then wiping things down is cool and everything, but when you have back 400 people in inside of the building, you know what I'm saying, perhaps mm -hmm. that is going to be the most efficient way to ensure that, you know what I'm saying, things are not, no. you know what I'm saying, we're not <laughs> going to be, you know, contaminated again. You know? Yeah, and the, the thing with that too, especially anywhere that has a lot of foot traffic, you have a lot of people going in and out, mm -hmm. is that for the cost, you want to keep buying chemicals uh, continuously right. or you can have a unit that's going to cost years mm -hmm. so to to at least for us obviously it's a no-brainer like why would i keep spending this amount of money on the chemicals and the products when i have this unit that you know we provide a three-year warranty on any unit that you buy with us and you'll be able to have it for much longer than than, than three years because again unlike the the wipes and so forth that you're probably going to have to do several times a day right you know you could either do this in the morning or or and or after right. everyone leaves yeah. so the cost component too i think is important because right. you're going to have units there for, that's going to be able to be uh, useful for years mm -hmm. versus you having to buy every week, every month or whatever the frequency is, whatever the agreement is for the maintenance department that they're going to have to keep buying right. the, the products. And to, to, to us, at least, if I'm a regular, you know, consumer, I would think I would factor that into my decision making as well. No, that's a great point. That's the point I didn't even think about as well, because ultimately, I mean, shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that, because essentially after after a year or two, it's it, probably less. It pays for itself, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, oh, wow, I didn't even think about that at all. Ah, oh, man, yo, this is so dope, man. And, um, you know, where where can the people essentially um, go ahead and get one of those units, man? They can visit our website. It's um, ultralightsystem.com. Mm -hmm. That's ultralightsystem.com. And, and what I'll say is that for the folks that just hear this and they say, okay, they kind of understand it. They, okay, you know, the UVC light penetrates DNA, it kills and so forth. If they're still a little bit iffy or they want to know more about it, mm -hmm. we don't mind, you know, Jake, give us a call, yeah. give us a call and we're happy to, you know, chop it up with you and explain the, all the, you know, other benefits that comes along with using um, UVC technology, UVC light technology, versus the chemicals and why it's it's a necessity and not just something that, oh, okay, it sounds cool. No, this is not a trend. Right. You know, this is gonna become the standard and not the alternative right. very soon. Right. So yeah. we yeah. you can visit the website, we, you know, ultralightsystem.com. You can give us a call, 305-390-4276. And, you know, you'll have us, we'll be able to walk you through uh, to all the benefits and have you feeling confident whether if you're a business person or you're just a family or whatever the scenario is, it's good for everyone. Yeah. Hey man, listen, because ultimately, you know, we say Yeah. Yeah, word, word, word. And also, I mean, for those who don't speak real, we mean that, you know, being cautious doesn't mean you're a punk. That's essentially what it loosely translated, that's what it it means. And listen, we could take all the vaccine that we want and everything that's cool, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? We want an extra layer of peace of mind, you know what I'm saying? For a family, you know what I'm saying? And safety. So like you said, this is definitely a no-brainer. And this is something I myself am going to get um, one of those, um, the units, I'm going to give me one of those units for the home because, you know, I thought about getting one of those at the height of the pandemic, but I was going to get some shit on Amazon. <laughs> They were like, fam, you can't even be in the room where you, you got to put that shit on and leave. I'm like, what that means? Like, <laughs> Yeah. And sometimes that, that kind of, you know, pushes the person away, the consumer away. And they exactly. think, man, this is too much. Get out of here with this, man. Word. It's lame. Word. 
Um, I'll just keep getting the bleach and the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it, it, those things, you know, it keeps adding up. But, you know, um, I think that it, 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 it allows if you're a homeowner or you're just a person, you rent, you, you, you know, you have a business, no matter what, it, it gives you that confidence. You're, you're, you, you want to be the hero to your consumers, letting them know that, Hey, it's okay. You know, things, you know, places are opening back up and we're, this is not a COVID-19 service or product, mm -hmm. right? Because again, yes. whether if it's mold, different viruses, mm -hmm. yes. um, different type of microbes that are in the air, right. that it happens, right? Yeah. You want to equip yourself with the 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 white the right weaponry so yes. you can actually attack whatever it is that that's out there. And we don't know this thing is not really going to go away yeah. um, this year uh, or not. next year. Yeah. And you want to make sure you equip yourself with all the the right technology and and be in the right place so you can feel confident that if you have people visiting and I can relate because you know my grandmother um you know my mom yeah. so my grandmother's 91 mm -hmm. and stays with my mom so for people to come in you know Haitians are tight-knit yes, yes so it's something that it played in you know I could resonate with it because yeah. I say well you know no mom don't worry about it this is what we're gonna do let me get you a unit and then again it's that confidence you know, we feel more confident when people walk in because of our unit that has UVC like technology in it and it's able to, you know, kill the, the DNA within any microbe that's in the air or the surface. Yeah. So everyone can relate to this yeah. and be more confident. Yeah. And, and what you said is so key, man. This isn't a COVID 19, you know, product because ultimately, you know, COVID 19, SARS is just one of many different microbes that we may be having. You know what I'm saying? Circling around the air. And it's interesting because I didn't even think about that angle. For anybody that rents, anybody that does short-term rentals, anybody that have the Airbnb where you're going to have a lot of traffic, different people coming in. Yes. This is also like, a, you know, a selling point, you know, mm -hmm. to your guests to understand that, hey, you can come here and, and be, you know, um, have full confidence, worry-free because you know, this is a selling point. Hey, we have this amazing machine and unit that does this thing that essentially, you know, you don't have to worry about anything. I didn't even think about that part of it. Wow. Yeah. It's so many different avenues yeah. that someone can, can have this and it's useful yes. because imagine Airbnb hotels, yes. you know, but the Airbnb, you have a place here, you're going to, you know, rent it out. Cause if with this happening, I mean, it, it rocked our psyche, right. Mm -hmm. With everything going on Word. and people are paranoid. So it's something, you know, whether if it's um, assisted living facilities, I mean, mm -hmm. nursing homes, oh, hospitals, yeah. hospitals have been using it yeah. um, before. Yeah. Um, so it, it's so many different avenues and it's useful. So you can have, again, we always say, be the, the hero yeah. um, in your consuming your customers' lives where they feel confident. You're almost saving them. Okay, don't worry about that fear. Right. You know, this is, we're using the latest technology okay. and combating all these, you know, whatever the microbes are. But obviously it's, I don't want to say in vogue, but it's what's getting people paranoid and afraid right, right now right. Um, for more than a year now. So you know, whether you're a cons uh, business owner or whatever it may have you, you just want to be prepared. Yeah. You, know, you want to have the, the, the right weapons to take action into what's going on right now. Yo, man, listen, I told you this before when we spoke recently, man. I am super proud of you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> you know, you wanted a few people that I know, you know what I'm saying? I've seen from way back and see how you worked tirelessly and with great focus, great tenacity, and you've essentially, you know what I'm saying, like um, elevated yourself, you know what I'm saying? So I'm super proud of your progress, super proud of the, you know, the work that you're doing, super proud of this um, amazing, you know, initiative and partnership. And, you know, and the fact that, you know, this is, we have, we talk about, you know, support black business and all that kind of stuff. You know, here you have a brother here, you know what I'm saying, with a Latino brother coming together and solving a major problem in society. You know what I'm saying? Solving a major problem. And I'm super proud to know, you know what I'm saying? You, because I'm like, hey, I know somebody. <laughs> 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 oh, I know the owner. 
Let me call. Yeah, I know the owner. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm, I'm proud of the fact that, you know, you're solving a major problem. You know what I'm saying? You guys, you and your partner both are solving a major problem in society. And more importantly, you're giving people the gift of, you know, peace of mind. You know what I'm saying? Safety. You know, that's big. You know what I'm saying? That's big. Bro, that, that means a lot coming from you because, again, we, we go back. We go way back. Way now. back, man. Chinese food. Yeah. We <laughs> we go back like uh, freaking do-rags and do pomats, bro. Oh, that's crazy, man. <laughs> but it means a lot because, you know, when, when, when as time passes and, you know, what it is with brothers, they have this macho-ness about them or they don't they don't show their appreciation for their brothers and sisters. So hearing that from you, it means a lot. And there's times I never took a step back. Even the first question you was asking me about, Hey, how do I celebrate? I don't really celebrate because to me, I'm not there yeah, <laughs> yet, but to me, it's always about the journey, not necessarily the, 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 des- uh, the, the destination itself. So, yeah. um, but that means a lot coming from you, bro. Of I course, mean that. Of course, of course, man. Well, listen, Vlad, I mean, I understand niggas is looking to get to the championship, but bro, there's certain games in the regular season you win. You got to celebrate that shit, bro. That's true. That is. <laughs> that's true. You know, and, you, know I, like, you got you to celebrate, man. You got to celebrate. I need to do that more, man. Yeah, um, you got to do that more. And, yeah. And you know the thing, you got a lot to be, you know what I'm saying, to celebrate too, man. You know what I'm saying? So ultimately, I understand there, there needs to be a focus on the ultimate goal. But at the same time, part of the journey too, man, is to enjoy the scenery as you're on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, <laughs> yeah, I know, you know, your goal is to reach the whatever you're gonna go to, but when you on the journey, it's good to also take some time and appreciate the landscape, the scenery, water, the mountains and all that kind of stuff as well. And I realized I definitely want to essentially inspire or motivate, well, inspire rather, inspire other black men to take some time to celebrate ourselves, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, when you, when you, when you take the moment to look back and you realize, man, you know, I'm doing all right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing I it think right. it's 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 the way we were brought up. I think right. that's why yeah. we don't we don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're it's a constant um chase, yeah. right? It's a constant chase or whatever idea that we believe to be success and in, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that idea is, if we don't have it, therefore we don't think we made any progress. Right. It's not that many people that can actually acknowledge that and say, mm-hmm. well not doing that bad i mean i'm yeah. actually making progress <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and you know what it is too sometimes you know because we miss the progress because a, some a lot of the progress is in is intangible in the sense that you know because if you're if it's financials that's easily um you know what i'm saying like you can ta- you can um calculate that you can track that. So you can see, yo, I was I started out making 30, I'm making 60. You can see the progression. But when you think about, man, I used to think this way. I used to be close-minded. Now I'm a bit more open-minded. I used to be, I used to have a, you know, um, I used to be very emotionally undisciplined. Now I've become a bit more emotionally disciplined. You know what I'm saying? I've become a bit more kind. These yeah. are things that are not tangible. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't really see it. You can't really measure it. So sometimes, man, you know, people just go, you know, those go unnoticed. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm I'm victim to it, man. I think a lot of brothers and sisters are victims to it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we, yeah. we don't we don't do that because yeah. of just our surroundings and mm-hmm. what we see and we want this when we can't is, hey, man, take a step back and appreciate your situation. It's right. not bad, sure. especially, um, yeah. you know, um, we could things are simple we tend to complicate things that's true all right that's a fact man that's a fact yo vlad man listen man um oh before i get out of here man um can you tell the people exactly um you know the uh, instagram page you know where they can you know what i'm saying follow the page yeah so um we're on instagram and twitter if you search um ultralight system 
you'll be able to um, see our page there. And, and uh, if, if you're more of a social um, media person than visiting our website, by all means do that. We're on Twitter and, um, and, uh, and uh, Instagram. You'll be able to visit the page and it actually has a link to our website as well. And again, it's ultralightsystem.com. And we have some research on there and we, you can actually put your information in there if you want to, we have a, a, a PDF that we will be able to send you if you're the person that kind of wants to read and research yourself, we can send that over to you and you can kind of match it um, with some of the other research that you see it's it's out there, there's no right. hiding we're transparent right. the benefits of UVC. Yeah. And again, as I mentioned, feel free to give us a call man 305-390-4276. And we'll be able to answer anything and just make you feel comfortable. If what I discuss here today, you still have more questions, by all means, um, go ahead and give us a shout. Visit us on uh, our website or social media, uh, Twitter or Instagram. You can search us out on Ultralight System. Nice, nice. Yo, man, listen, again, I, it was such a pleasure, man. You know what I'm saying? To have you on there. And listen, I... Maybe perhaps you, you may have a podcast in your future. If you didn't, perhaps you should consider it because, you know what I'm saying, you're pretty good at this thing, B. <laughs> <laughs> First one. Nah, I appreciate that, bro. No, because I was, um, for the, the listeners, I was sitting there saying, what, what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be interesting enough for a whole um, episode, bro. I just want to so, discuss yeah. this. <laughs> so man was like, yo, is this going to be a segment? Like, I'm like, nah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a whole episode man like you know um but yeah it's um yeah you did a pretty you know did a pretty good job bro you know what i'm saying um but yeah again appreciate you man um oh, i say the last thing yeah. too before we get out of here is that um again i'm happy my partner and i guillermo funes um are happy to take calls to answer your questions just to shed more light or if there's some things that are still kind of foggy um we're happy to do that but if you feel comfortable confident visit our, visit our website we have a coupon and it's specifically for your podcast bro mm -hmm. so any listeners out there that wants to get it for their home their their parents their grandmothers or um their business visit our website ultralightsystem.com mm -hmm. and when you're checking out on a coupon code you could put Alt clean 20. That's U L T like tango clean the number 20 for a 20% discount. Mm. And it's only, we did it specifically for oh. your listeners. Yo, uh, I, listen, man. I sound like a pitch man. No? <laughs> Brothers podcast listeners, man, you got a code. Oh shit. This is a first for us, man. This is the first, first, first person we partner with. We got a code. Yeah. Hey, I'm listen, good. specifically <laughs> for, your podcast, the Outbox Brothers code, podcast. Run that code one more time, man. Run that code one more time. It's U L T like Tango Clean, the number twenty. So Alt Clean twenty. Mm -hmm. That is the code. So I'll do it phonetically if they want. Umbrella Larry Tango <laughs> Charlie Larry Echo Apple Nancy twenty, yeah. and that's a twenty percent discount. Yeah, now I'll be sure to. I'm also gonna add it in the show notes, especially for like um um. um uh, Spotify, Apple, and and um, SoundCloud as well. So I'll be sure to add that. And when I post the, the episode on Instagram as well, I'll be sure to add that as well. So when people are interested, um, they could definitely do that for sure. Again, listen, man, super proud of you and much, um, much success to you and your partner. And I, I fully believe in what you guys are doing. You guys are solving a major um, societal problem. More importantly, you're giving people the gift of peace of mind, a gift of safety. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely important, man. Um, bro, from, I appreciate you as always. Thank you for letting me come on here because um, this is the first one, right? Because <laughs> we're- we're many, man, the first yeah. <laughs> So it means a lot, especially when it's, um, you're like a brother to me. So, of course, of course. you know, and anyway, we support each other. So this yeah. is something when you said, I'll do you one better. Why don't you just come on? Yeah, so I, I really appreciate this. And cool. to the listeners, you know, thank you for listening to my monotone voice for 30 plus minutes, <laughs> talking about a multitude of things that, you know, Frody knew me from back then and then the progression. So 
it means a lot coming from you and thank you for listening and hopefully in the future if there's anything you know i'm happy to answer questions and big time of course of course of course man you know this is first and breakfast club is next b you know (laughs) (laughs) well put it out there in the universe and manifest it so yeah i'm with you exactly the universe is a just servant fam it will give you what you ask for however big or however small let that sizzle in your spirit, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I will. It's going to sizzle in my spirit real nice. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Putting it out there. Yeah, I bet, bet. So.